Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. My name is Kerry Murdoch. Our topic today is domain names and how the selection and use of domain names can help e-commerce merchants. To help us with this, we're joined by Andrew Hazen. Andrew is a web marketing pioneer. He's the founder and CEO of Prime Visibility, a Long Island, New York-based internet marketing firm that specializes in search engine optimization, pay-per-click advertising management, and return on investment analysis. Clients of Prime Visibility include Fox News, Lauren Hutton, Adelphi University, and others. Andrew has himself appeared on Fox Business News, and we are pleased to have him joining us here today. Well, Andrew, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Andrew, you have expertise in web marketing uh, and that expertise extends into many different areas. One of those is the selection of domain names, and that's what we're going to talk with you about today, the use and selection of domain names. Our listeners, as you know, Andrew, are e-commerce merchants. Most of them have established websites already. So my question for you, the first question is, why should they care about buying additional domain names? Being that we've been in this business for over a decade, I've got many reasons why e-commerce merchants with established websites should con- consider additional domain names. Uh, first and foremost, if they should be so lucky to have organic rankings already in the major search engines, best case scenario, they're going to get two organic rankings for the URL. So by having additional domain names that are optimized and getting found, you get the benefit of having more real estate on the search engine results page. So if you're currently ranking four and five by using another domain, that would give you the benefit of potentially getting two more rankings, which would thus result in 40% penetration on the homepage. The other reason might be somebody that set up their business you know, five years ago, five months ago, or five weeks ago, the domain name that they chose originally may not be what I'll call uh, search engine friendly. So it might be a URL that doesn't really say much about their business and isn't ranking well in the search engines. And by getting an additional domain name, that would be a way that you can tap in to gain that visibility. So when you say an additional domain name, you're not referring to an additional site. 
is simply an additional domain name that would point to an existing site. Am I understanding that? Thanks for asking for the clarification. I'm actually suggesting that you would build mm -hmm. out an additional site. Uh, you wouldn't want to have duplicative content because that's a, you know, not a good thing within the search engines, but you would build this out to have additional real estate. And just by pointing a website, a simple redirect won't get it to rank organically. So there are, I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. One might be, for example, with Lauren Hutton, you know, she has her main website, laurenhutton.com. Now, there's also laurenhuttontv.com, which, which is her special television offer, which is different than her regular website. In addition to that, because she's a national, excuse me, a global brand, there's laurenhutton.co.uk and laurenhutton.jp for you know Japan. So by using multiple country uh, top-level domains, we are able to get up more real estate. But now take a non-global approach. Let's say that someone's in the business of selling sporting goods. So you might have your main flagship website, let's just say andrewsportinggoods.com, and then you might go after sub-URLs such as allbasketballsupplies.com, allhockeyequipment.com. And by using those URLs, you're going to build out optimized um, microsites that, again, do not have duplicative content but give you the benefit of multiple search engine rankings. You mentioned in the example uh, Lauren Hutton, your client Lauren Hutton, a Japanese domain. Would you, would you recommend uh, e-commerce merchants purchase domains in different languages for the same oh, term? In the example of sporting goods, should they get the Japanese translation of sporting goods? <laughs> uh, I would say it would be great if there's enough search volume for it and it might bear what we call type-in traffic with domain names. The easiest example I might be able to give because of my limited uh, foreign language experience is, let's say, lawyer.com and abogado.com. So, you know, people that speak Spanish might go just to abogado.com because they're looking for a lawyer. So if I got the translation of Andrew's sporting goods in Japanese, I don't know if I would get type-in traffic. Type-in traffic is when someone goes right to a browser and they type in candy.com sneaker.com and they type in directly the URL. So if it's okay. something that might get direct type in traffic, I would highly recommend getting their keyword URL in a different language. If it's something that may not get type in traffic, depends if you want to be a global brand because if you're selling let's say, you know, refrigerators, you may not want to ship from the United States to, you know, another country the refrigerator. Would you suggest a foreign language domain even though the site itself is in English? Uh, yes, and, and again, depending on the targeted country, what the population speaks there as well. Uh, okay. Of course, it's a great optimization technique where you take a site and then you have, you know, Espanol or something indicating that if you click a button or a flag on the site, it converts to the Spanish language. But that would be something that would just be done through trial and error. I know there's a robust market for the buying and selling of domain names for our listeners that are contemplating, based on our conversation here, Andrew, or contemplating searching for an additional domain name, what can, what can you suggest to them in terms of a value? Uh, how can a value be established? Let's say they pick a, an alternative domain name and, and someone owns that name and wants $1,000 for it to throw out a number. How do they know if it's worth $1,000 or not? Great question. There are services out there that will um, evaluate and give you an appraisal on the price of a domain. To be honest with you, I don't find those to be true indicators of what a domain can be valued at. 
at the end of the day, the you know domain's worth what someone's willing to pay for it. But there are some things that we look at. We look at, you know, I look at it as the three C's, almost like exploring a diamond quality. Uh, three C's being characters. How many characters are there? The shorter the better for memory and branding purposes. Commerce. Is it commerce enabled? Does the name sound like it's something, you know, like insurancequotes.com? That sounds like a domain that is commerce enabled because it offers insurance quotes. And then the third component being .com as a third C. Is it a .com, which has been the predominant desired URL? Uh, one can argue a .org might work or a .info if it's a non-commercial based site. But when it comes to valuing the price, those are some of the factors. And I would say one of the biggest problems out there is people are not realistic in thinking that they can take a domain that they think is valuable and try to get ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for that domain. I suspect that they'll still be sitting with that domain name year after year uh, paying renewal fees. For the ideal small business, I personally think you can get a good domain in the five hundred dollar range if it's already been taken. And to your question earlier about, you know, a thousand dollars is the number to throw out there. If the if the name is the right name, I can clearly support spending two or three thousand dollars because the domain name is your real estate. So if you want that real estate, you know, and you're not going to be really building a brick and mortar location, is it worth that price? Um, you know, we purchased MakeupProducts.com for three thousand dollars. To me, that was a good buy because it was MakeupProducts.com. It was a pretty generic domain. It had some good type-in traffic. And it was shortened to the point, and the name said what it does. So these are things, and these are questions that I would pose, asking the person that owns it if they're able to answer. You know, how much traffic does the URL currently get? Does it have any rankings? Another great tool to use, which is free, is the Wayback When machine. If you go to archive.org, in the mm -hmm. top center, you'll see Wayback When machine. So you can actually put in a URL that you're thinking of buying, and then looking back to see its history. Just yesterday. We have a client uh, that's called youneedapart.com, and I bought for them yesterday in an auction the URL usedautomotiveparts.com, and that uh, was purchased for just under $1,000, and the bidding was kind of fierce at the last 10 minutes, but here's an example where they're in the business of selling car parts. So with a URL like usedautomotiveparts.com, that's a great domain for branding, for search engine optimization, and for expanding their business. If you Googled used auto parts or you used car parts today in the top five of Google, you'll find you need a part.com. So this goes back to my earlier statement that now by building out this separate website, we can now get additional real estate. And I did look to things like how much traffic it got, how many keyword uh, searches are done in a month for that particular phrase, and those are some of the various factors to determine what the price should be. In that example, usedautoparts.com, would – do you advise your client to buy other top-level domains from that, .net, .biz, et cetera? Yeah, it would. Great question. It would depend on how competitive and how fierce the uh, industry is. You know, just as an example, it was usedautomotoparts.com, which we got for just under 1000 but you were also able to buy the .net and a .org version for $59 each. So in the grand scheme of things, what's another $60 to take away that real estate? You know, just on the flip side, I look at it as I personally have another, I have a toy company. So if you Google bobbleheads, number three or four will be fadtoys.com. I bought .net, .org, and .info because I'm spending money on building this brand. What's to stop somebody else for $10, which is the cost of a domain name on a yearly basis, to go out and register fadtoys.net and then kind of, you know, 
ride the coattails of my marketing efforts. So it's almost, like an, it's almost like an insurance policy, if you will. Andrew, your uh, principal or your original business uh, is Prime Visibility, primevisibility.com. But you've also launched uh, recently another site to help merchants and uh, e-commerce ent or entrepreneurs understand domains better. That site, I believe, is called internetideas.net. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I've been what people in the industry call a domainer, someone that buys and sells and collects domains since 1996. So I've probably, my own personal arsenal, have about 500 domain names. And uh, being active in the community and actually attending some of the uh, trade shows like Domain Fest and Traffic, I'm seeing that people have portfolios of 75,000 domain names, 100,000 domain names, or even 100. And as I said earlier, they're charging ridiculous amounts of money. I think that there's a great sweet spot for small businesses to get a very good premium domain name, and I think ideally it needs to be the $500 price point. So what I've done is I've launched internetideas.net. I actually couldn't get the .com. I offered $10,000 and could not buy it. And uh, if you Google Internet Ideas, which is actually a pretty sought-after keyword, I'm already ranking on the first page for Internet Ideas. And it's a marketplace, which I think is kind of unique. In addition to offering the domain names, being a serial entrepreneur, I'm also offering the business idea. So just an example is I have a domain, allcollegeapplications.com. And what I'm doing on Internet Ideas is telling the entrepreneur and small business owner, or business owner for that matter, is here's a great domain, allcollegeapplications.com, and here's the pitch. Basically, all the college applications are on the Internet, but they're not so easy to find and navigate. So when people are looking to send their kids to college, all college applications for a small nominal fee, maybe $4.95, maybe $9.95, something that you wouldn't think twice about, somebody would pay and they get a username and a password, which would access them in an A to Z list of a link to get to every application on the web. So for this, I'm giving the model, the monetization idea of it, and the domain for like $100 or $200 total. And that's where I think is great opportunity because business owners, especially in today's economy, people are losing jobs. People want to go onto the Internet because the barrier to entry is far lower than launching a brick-and-mortar business. But unfortunately, the domainers all talk to themselves, and they're not getting to the business owner. So I'm trying to bridge that gap by InternetIdeas.net, offering premium.coms at realistic prices with a business idea as well. And that's InternetIdeas.net, and your main principal business, I guess I could, I could, if I could use that term, is primevisibility.com. That is correct. We're a full-service internet marketing firm based in New York. Uh, been doing search since 96. As, as you know, uh, I practiced law for about eight weeks and left law to start the company, and it, it's been a great ride for the last 11 and 12 years. We were actually just acquired at the end of 2007, beginning of 2008, by a group of uh, private investors which have named themselves TV Media Group. Well, Andrew Hazen, the CEO and founder of Prime Visibility, the founder of InternetIdeas.net, and a serial Internet entrepreneur, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.